tell me where in the world is crying in San Diego. Welcome back to another episode of Where in the World is Crime in San Diego. Happy Monday. We are actually on schedule, guys. Can you believe it? Yes. Although yeah. by the time you're listening to this, Adrian and I will be in Jamaica. Yeah. So we uh, delayed our, um, our honeymoon and uh, it is now time for the honeymoon and we in Jamaica. You're watching on videos. We're like geared up and ready to go. Yeah. So um, I'm excited. Uh, yeah. And I mean, I'm on vacay mode already. <laughs> Let's go. <laughs> we have to get this done first. But first, we're going to do our episode for you guys. Um, hope you guys had a chance to listen to our previous episode. Deadly this date. Deadly date. And uh, wow. Like Leticia Mart Martinez Cosman. What's such a good soul, such a beautiful soul. And, you know, she was just taken too soon. And this case is still ongoing. So I'm going to want to keep up for us, for sure, for all of us, to make sure, like, hey, what are the updates on Brett Kitchen? We did set our Google alerts. And just really quick, speaking of Google alerts, I know people are anxious for the Larry Milliette trial to start up. Mm. Trust me, I'm right there with you. We're now in September, and this is supposed to be the month that things start rolling unless they get pushed back for some reason. But I am keeping up to date with all that info. And as soon as I know anything, I'll be sure to share it. So back in August, there was a civil hearing. Mm -hmm. And basically it was... That was for the estate. The estate, correct. And that was just money to just, you know... It was giving permission for uh, Maya's family to sell the home on behalf of the kids and basically start a trust fund for them. Mm -hmm. But everything they do with the money has to get approved through the court. So all they can do is be the middleman for them. Exactly. It's really confusing. It's a lot, a lot of details. But they got control of the estate, which is huge. It means that Larry's family isn't getting anything out of it. Right. So it is a new week. It's a new episode. And guess what? This is our 50th official episode. Wow. I honestly, like, Air 5. I know you're... <laughs> and, I mean, we're at 50 now. It's amazing. It's it's so cool. And it's every, insane. every single time when we get compliments, either, you know, Angie uh, or just mutual friends, anybody and everybody that compliments us or even criticizes us, like, thank you. Honestly, like, that's what we want to hear. Comments on YouTube, DMs, Facebook messages. We read Everywhere. it all, guys. Like, and I promise. We do. We appreciate it. And thank you so much. Continue supporting us. Continue, continue sharing our story, our podcast to everyone. Subscribe to our YouTube channel. Subscribe to... Anything and everything, or was it? No, it's every platform you have, just shall follow us. But with that being said, we have a new episode, and Angie, you took it upon yourself for this one. So, this one we're going to call Cut Water Spirits. Ooh, okay. So, this one is literally fresh off. Like, this is super recent, like, literally last month recent. Oh, okay. And it's still in development, which I know kind of sucks because we don't have an ending yet. Mm hmm. But it's also just something where I want people to like consider and open their mind to not believing the first thing that you're told and that things always don't quite add up. Okay. So this one's more of I need you guys to tell us where you stand and what you think. And let's keep this conversation going and hopefully get some real honest answers about this. I'm all for it. Let's go. All right. 
So does the name sound familiar? Cutwater as in like the uh, the alcoholic distributor, the drink? Oh, it is. But before we start, I need to do my disclaimer and my sources. All right. So my disclaimer is going to be murder and vehicular manslaughter, technically. Okay. Um, or suspicion of. Sources are Fox 5 San Diego, Times of San Diego, San Diegoville, San Diego Union Tribune, and Patch.com. All right, let's get started. We are literally going back to a couple days ago, Wednesday, August 31st. Wow. The Miramar Tasting Room of Cutwater Spirits. Bright and sunny day, excessive heat. We all suffered through it, right? Mm-hmm. So... 31-year-old guy, he is a delivery truck driver for a cutwater. So he goes, again, middle of the afternoon, probably after break, gets in his truck, starts to drive out, and feels a thud. When he gets out of the car, he realizes that he just ran over a man that was sleeping under the delivery truck. Obviously, he gets out, calls 911, reports it. Old debacle. The gentleman is taken to a local hospital, and after a short time, he's pronounced dead. Wow. Doesn't quite make sense that someone would go and sleep under a delivery truck. I mean, I kind of get it for the shade, but there's so many other places you could go. Yeah, like I'm, I'm assuming this is what this was like one of the like the distribution. Well, no, it was outside of the tasting room. It was outside the tasting room. Yeah. Oh, okay. So this is like shared with like public parking lots. Yes, and like other businesses around there. Okay. So we later learned that this gentleman was 28 years old. His identity is still concealed because they're waiting to notify the family first. Media isn't allowed to disclose somebody's identity without next of kin being told, which it's a good reason or a good rule to follow. Yes. So we know that the truck driver was 31. And the gentleman was 28. We also suspect or semi-verified that he worked less than a mile away at another brewery called uh, Athletic Brewing. It's also in Miramar. I've never heard of that one before. Okay. Kind of sounds like there's a lot of microbreweries around that area. Yeah, it's it's very like industrial area. So there's, there's a bunch of hidden gems there for sure. So obviously police open an investigation because they have to just make sure they're going through the ropes. And their first claim was that he was ran over because that's what the story said. Mm -hmm. But then there was a former employee from Cutwater who says that he watched the actual security video and that the gentleman went and laid down in the parking lot and just never got up, but that the vehicle was never involved. Like there was no cars around him when he went to go lay down. So basically he found an empty parking lot or empty spot, and he just, like, laid down in a random place. Mm-hmm. But it kind of raises the question of, like, those delivery trucks are raised pretty high. So if you're walking out to it, you have at least six, seven feet off the ground where you can see. Typically, yeah, you're looking at it. Maybe least, not six, but, like, four to five. Like, four to four feet, three to more than three feet off the ground, which if you're walking from a distance and, like, line, uh, level eyesight, you can see underneath of the vehicle. Right. But even too, it's kind of like you do your job so often that you don't go about like, oh, let me check underneath my truck every single moment. I mean, how many times does every but single. But if you see something out of like the corner of your eye that normally wouldn't be there. 
even if it was like a cardboard box, you would want to move it before you drive out. At least investigate it. Yeah, you kind of be like, oh, what is this? Oh, this is a box. Okay. It's like, but you never know if he was on his phone until the moment he got in the door. Like devil's advocate. I can see both sides. Mm -hmm. But it's just kind of curiosity. Like the one thing they did, uh, the police department did say is that there was evidence that there was alcohol involved with the gentleman. So he was intoxicated at the time. Okay. So he could have been like day drinking at a nearby bar and just needed some shade and like, you know, lazy to go next to a wall and just went under the truck. Who knows? Was there was there any foul play involved? Well, that's what's kind of at question is that there's this former employee saying that he's seen the surveillance video and that it doesn't match the police story. And then you start to question it like, well, wouldn't you notice an actual person laying under a truck like that? Because that's not something you like could confuse with something else easily. I mean, there's so many factors. You have to consider where and what part of the truck was this person ran over? Literally under the truck. Like like towards the front or towards the back? Was well, it passenger side or driver side? Like there's just so many variables because then at the same time, like where is the, 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 the operator right. coming from? So if he's coming from the, or from the driver's side and he, the victim was on the passenger side, I don't think he could see him. But considering you get full access of the underbed of the truck, like it's not like a car where you would only notice something sticking out. These mm-hmm. trucks are lifted to where you can see everything from side to side. Yeah. So if you would see something bulging under the truck, you would stop and investigate before you just drive out. Oh, I totally agree. But but take this into consideration. A normal sedan, a low profile vehicle, right? During the winter, a lot of times cats like hide under there, like like stray cats, right? Mm-hmm. And you just happen to start your car. The cat's probably not paying attention and you just drive off and you accidentally. But we're run. talking about a delivery truck. But it's it's kind of it's it's like apples and, and oranges. OK, it's kind of similar, but they're different. Yeah, <laughs> I'm saying that you have full visual view of mm-hmm. the underbed of the truck. Mm-hmm. It's different with the car. You can only see what's on your side or the passenger side or you have to lay down to get access to it. Yes. This one is fully in front of you. Yes. So seeing a human body should have been distinct enough to at least go inquire. And that's just my opinion. I could be wrong. I could be different. I could be like looking at this under a microscope. So what is your take then? Is your take that this person, the operator deliberately ran the person over? I don't know if I could go that far to say, I do believe this could be a case of carelessness, but that's a pretty big thing to be careless about. So besides what you've already discussed, is there any more information? As far as now, no, this literally happened days ago. Yeah, this happened, you said Wednesday, mm-hmm. the 30th? 31st. Uh, 30, because th- uh, Thursday, the 31st. Was it? Yeah. It was the 31st. Okay. So whatever day that was. <laughs> oh, that's right. That's Thursday. Okay, yeah. Um, so, I mean, it's so difficult because, I mean, I want to think that there's foul play involved. Who's you would say, go that far? I would go that far. Like, possibly, like, maybe. Wait, correction. It was the 30th. It was Wednesday the 30th. the 30th, and the story broke on the 31st. Okay, so this happened Wednesday the 30th. Okay. So I feel like maybe this this person, this victim, you know, was under the truck. Maybe someone on the other side of a surveillance camera. Because you, you, who knows you can, if you can see the other side of the surveillance camera where with the vehicle, right? There's, there's so many angles to cameras. Right. And what if there's some, some kind of foul play involved and it just happens to be that the operator ran the victim over 
with their truck, and that's when they realized that they had ran someone over. And were they still alive by then? I mean, there's there's just so many details. Well, they were pronounced dead at the hospital, so normally they would pronounce them dead at the scene if they were dead Exactly. Like so mean, at the scene. So meaning that they were most likely still alive when they got ran over. But it is just an unfortunate chain of events. So San Diegoville did try to reach out to Cutwater for a comment and to kind of see where they stood with this. And they referred them to, I didn't know this, but their, I guess, mother company, which is Anheuser-Busch. Oh, really? Yeah, I learned that too. Um, they haven't responded. So then they also tried to contact the tasting room to see if they had anything, any comment to offer. Mm-hmm. And they haven't responded either. As of now, Crime Stoppers does have an active investigation and case going on, as well as San Diego Police Department. So if you have any information about this or you are around the area, you might have seen something. The phone number is 888-580-8477. And we will also have that in our show notes. If you feel you have anything you could volunteer that might help, please call it in. Oh, perfect. Yeah, that's, that's, that's crazy. I mean, there's so many stories out there that we don't cover. Yeah. And, you know, just getting a little bit of that information out there for the public just helps. Yeah. And it just seems a little odd. I do want to challenge people to think about it from different angles. Oh, I totally agree. And to kind of see if the story makes sense or if it kind of seems like there might be more missing that we're not aware of. Yeah. Like even, even you, you and I right now, we both have two different tales. Like I'm thinking there's foul play. I mean, based on what we do, I don't blame you for going straight to foul play. I do believe in like actual accidents. Mm -hmm. I don't think someone would have done this to stranger maliciously, but I just feel like it's a very reckless carelessness that costed someone their life. Yeah. But I mean, I, I feel for the, for the person driving that truck because now I do too. They're thinking that, you know what? I killed somebody. They're carrying guilt that may or may not have even been their fault. Yeah. And I, and, and even for me, like, you know, there's, there's been times where I've been driving on the road and the dog goes in front of me or a cat and it's like a near miss. But at the same time, you think in your head, like, what if I did strike that animal? You know, yeah. that's someone, especially in like in a neighborhood, that's someone's pet. Yeah. And you would feel bad. It's just very. It's sad for everybody involved. There's no winner in this case. There's no, there's no bright side to it. It's yeah. just to keep the conversation going and hopefully get to the truth. And honor the person that passed. Well, thank you so much, Angie. Please let us know what you guys think. Uh, I would love to get your guys's, you know, take on this for sure. Like, is it foul play? Is it operator error? Or something else? I mean. It's hard to tell. It really is hard to tell. Well, it makes me question that there's a big company at play behind it. Once I heard that there was Anheuser-Busch behind Cutwater, it kind of made me question if there was bigger fish to fry. But let us know what you guys think. I might just be a little skeptical on this one. Um, I also took care of our SVS for this week. Oh, okay. Look at me. What you got? So first of all, happy Labor Day. Thank you to all the small businesses who we've worked with, who we hope to work with in the future. And don't forget, like this weekend, just try to support at least one small business while you're out. Oh, totally. Go go to like a mom and pop shop. They're amazing. You know, and also talk to to the owners or the people operating those mom and pop shops because they have a life story like they got from point a to where you are there and it's like it's amazing that when we go check out these sbs's and we always 
like try to make little small talk with the owners and be like, like, how did you guys, how'd you guys do it? Like, and, and they oh, love, love sharing their they stories. Really, they really do. And I, we have yet to visit someone who is like, I'm too busy to talk about my life story or either they'd be like, you know what? Give me a moment. I'll come back. I'm busy. Yeah. And it's like, then they come back and then they start talking to us. And it's, it's so cool. It's so, but amazing. they're also so inspiring to know that like all the things you have to overcome to get to that point and how it pays off. So we love being able to celebrate and encourage that and support them in any way we can. So this one is actually a lot like that. Yeah, it's a girl I went to high school with and I think six or seven years now. I think six. Um, she decided <laughs> to, she used to be a medical assistant. Okay. And of course that like nine to five draining work, just it's not for everybody. And I remember hearing her like, oh, I kind of want to do something different, but you know, like life and bills and everything gets stacked up. And little by little, she started opening an eyelash. She became an eyelash technician. But she oh, was okay. still going through training. She was like doing it on the side. She was practicing on people. You know, she was trying to like get her foot in through the door, apprenticing, if you will. And then she made this leap. She left her nine to five and she took this on full time. And like at the beginning, I'm sure like she's told me millions of times, but it's super scary. It's very nerve wracking. It's overwhelming. Yeah. And then little by little, you kind of start to get your feet going. And she's now actually teaching other lash technicians all over San Diego County. Uh, she has some students from Imperial Valley. Oh, wow. She had one student come out from Arizona. Like they find her on social media and they just want to come out and learn with her. And she's been able to start building her business to actually like something really sustainable. She does this full time. She's able to have the flexibility of her family while still doing something she loves. She offers um, eyelash extensions, facials, pretty much any like self-care. That's pretty awesome. So, so let me guess. This is the same person you went to go get your. Oh, Avi. Mm. Yes. Oh, awesome. Okay. Yeah. So Casey amazing. needed some proof. I'm wearing it. I love them. <laughs> um, so I will link her Instagram. She is under Luna Beauty Aesthetics. Wait, let me make sure I got that right. <laughs> but yeah, I really like them. Oh, I, I think they look great on you. You came home and you're like, notice anything different. And you were just like, just your eyelids were just going up and down like butterflies. I was like, oh, damn, what is going on here? The this confidence nice. that like any sort of self-care treatment gives you. Yeah. And Christmas is coming up. She does gift cards, guys. So hint, hint. It's really nice when you go and you don't have to pay and like somebody else took care of it for you. <laughs> I know that's nice. Um, right? But yeah, so Luna Beauty, I will make sure to tag her Instagram. Go follow her. Let her know we sent you guys over and have a great and safe Labor Day. And we will see you guys next Monday for our next dose of Where in the World is Crime in San Diego? Till then, catch us on the next case. And in case we don't see you, good morning, good afternoon, good evening, and good night. Tell me where in the world is crime in San Diego. Hey,